0: Welcome to Energy Stew, this is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, how are we, you, us evolving? Where are we going? Doesn't it look great? Isn't this evolution really cool? It's like being on a magic carpet? Or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe it's all talk. Maybe it feels like we're going backwards. So, how are we evolving and what what are, what is this time that we're in that we need to know about to maybe help us evolve? So, to help us do that is a guest who is an evolution thinker, guide, helper. And her, her website is empathevolution.com. So I'm so happy to talk to Michelle Howe about evolution. Michelle, welcome to Energy Stu. Hi,
1: well, thank you. It's nice to be here, Peter.
0: Well, I'm so glad we could look at where our our hopes should be or where we should put our efforts in this time of great confusion, um, great unhappiness in the world. Nothing makes sense. And um, and it's upsetting a lot of people. So what does it all mean?
1: I'm I'm listening to you ta- to you describe. Nothing makes sense. It's very upsetting. Where should we be focused? Okay, so depending on who you talk to, right? What you're listening to, what you're believing in you're going to get a different sense of where we're at and what's happening. like you're going to connect to that feeling that story that truth not to say that there isn't problems in the world because there are problems definitely and right now the world is going through a dark night of the soul i have been through a dark night of the soul you have been i teach people i guide people through that dark night of the soul what happens when you're on a collective level? Everyone's going through like countries are going through this, the people in those. Countries. So as a totality, we're all confronting darkness. In and, some
0: way, right.
1: Yeah, well, and we're going to look at this darkness and we think it belongs out here to everybody. We see it. Look at what's happening there. Look at that. Then look at this. My job is to bring us all to look and shift what's happening inside ourselves so that we aren't adding to that darkness and negativity that's already there. We're not blind to it, we see it, but we know that this is all part and parcel. Of shifting like the only way we can know to change something is when we're not comfortable with it it's not working we now see all of the darkness that's there wow we need new solutions so it's not to blame anything or anyone it's like almost like if you look at it from um macro to micro like within our own families our own families have darkness in them it's been carried down through generations, right? Do we blame our family for what they did or they didn't do and what came into our world because of who they are? Or do we look at it and say, guess what? I got I got this garbage here sitting here. All of this needs to be cleaned up. And I have the wherewithal to clean it up.
0: Well, it's- we might not feel empowered because... If we're in the dark night of our soul, we don't know where the flashlight is to have any light.
1: Well, well, well given. So on a collective level, we are never gonna understand all the interplays, the what, the where, the why, and we have to be really careful how much we buy into, feed into, and propagate the negative that's there it's a responsibility because we're sharing either good or bad. We're we're like, and I'll give you this example, like every single stitch of things, like we all have our own identity, but not, now we, we join this group or we join that group or this momentum or that momentum, you can lose your, your own freedom of thought because all of a sudden now it's not just your thought. It's, You're tuning into this other collective thought that everything is so good or everything is so bad. And these people are like this and these people are like that. We have to be really careful because if you really want to step into your evolution, you're not helping yourself. You're just joining a group, a, a group think mindset. The idea is the people that are a little more seasoned, the people that are a little bit more along the way, mature souls understand that we have a lot of power within ourselves and when we shift what's going on and what we radiate out like a radio antenna we shift more people than we realize we're connected to soul families we're shifting systematically and yes i went through my dark night of the soul 10 15 years ago now right took me three four years to get through that dark night of the soul and today, when I look at people going through their dark night of the soul or even the country that's going through all this heaviness and people are feeling it, the empaths that are definitely aware that they're feeling things, these are so bad. What do we do? What do you do is you take stock of where you're at, you are at and what you're going to tune into, because you don't want to feed into that frequency and propagate it more. You want to shift like almost up-level the way you're looking at it and the way you're experiencing it. So you know the experience is there, but it's a rite of passage. We have to go through this th- People have to get uncomfortable to change. Nobody's going to change anything. Nothing will change unless we can see it.
0: But what if we're already uncomfortable?
1: Okay, so if you're already uncomfortable, I would recommend that you... Move towards comfortable, which means move towards separating yourself from this collective out here, seeing yourself and your mission, not from a, oh, I'm this little human that's living this little life and this is happening and then that's happening and this is horrible and that's horrible, to the world. What does the world need from me at this point? It needs leadership. It needs hope it needs guidance it needs me to be an example to what that guidance can look like so what I hold who I am can give them something to say Ooh, I think I'm going to be just like I'm going to I'm going to change it I'm going to tweak the, what I think to this because it's more-
0: interesting I, I went through that um when I was in my early 30s I was in a very dark place um And I really thought very little of myself because of the misfortune I had come through. And I didn't know what to do. I looked around at all these happier people and more successful people. And I said, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Mm. And I said to myself, I think it's the way I'm holding it. I think I'm seeing myself as too... uh, you know too small that uh, I don't give myself any credit because I've just been through some really bad experiences in life that have brought me way down and and what can I do now and I said I'm just going to change the story about me I'm I'm not going to be the same person anymore now I'm going to be this really happy strong I mean I you know I was making it up I'm gonna be uh you know, successful and smart and and uh I'm just gonna change the tune. And I had no idea what that meant to do. But I all of a sudden I felt that I was a new person that was ready to be different. And all of a sudden I had people showing up offering me opportunities in life that changed my life completely to the better and and still have. I mean, I'm still a, a product of that moment of changing my reality so that the, the gifts flow, flowed in in ways that I never could have expected. So I couldn't have controlled it. I couldn't have tried to make myself a better person. No. I sure. only could say that I'm just going to be a, a better person. I, I I don't know what it takes. I, I'm not. I don't know what to do, but I'm no longer going to be that sad sack who's unhappy and feels like a failure. I'm now the opportunity yeah. of a great future. And to say that was so life changing.
1: So two points about what you just said. Okay. Two points. When we vocalize aloud what we are no what we not what we don't want, but what we do want, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change that. When we hear that voice and that tone and and there is a, a determination behind it, I'm going to do something even if it's not like, you're not banging your head, your fist on the, yeah, on the I
0: made know. up my mind. I'm no longer it is that sad sack.
1: <laughs> it's a decision that you made along the way that this is no longer acceptable for me. I've got to do something different. Right. I so you know, in a lot of what I teach and what I present, feeling how you feel, you have to keep that certain level of happiness and hopefulness. In your life otherwise you're just always heavy it's always dark it's always too much it's always um annoying frustrating it didn't work like you have to keep a certain level of feeding yourself that certain level of joy
0: but there was some reason that i had to go through that dark night and yeah. so i because i always was trying to be a good person and do well and be happy but i kept on getting smacked up <laughs> in in unexpected ways because i, I was with people and, and and environments that just kept bringing me down and i was letting it and and so i you know i decided i guess what i decided was to believe in myself more
1: good point yeah even
0: though i did i thought i did but yeah. it was letting people um You know, strangle me in ways that uh, so
1: I I wanna so all of this is an education, it's an awakening. None of us know all these things. We didn't weren't born knowing all these things. Some of us are moving through each experience, all of us actually are, moving through experiences that hopefully bring us to a point of humility and a point of raw honesty and reveal who we really are. So you could have you had a choice. You could have been an angry, negative, life is for this, and life is, is giving me this bunch of, bunch of lemons, and now I got, like, you could have, or you could have shifted the way you did. This is no longer happening to me. Right. I didn't see this or this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be this other way.
0: This but path. I didn't know what next step to take, and a lot of people feel that way. It's like, yeah, I want to be like that, too, but I don't know what to do next.
1: So I'm going to give you an idea what to do next
0: Good.
1: on your own, what to do next. Sometimes it's going to feel like, well, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. I don't know. So at this point where you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know your brain's like, well, I don't know. Everything is horrible. This is this like you can only write, but you have to get yourself in a place where you're quiet enough to get to the raw truth of what is next for you. And what's possible for you, like almost like sometimes I've done this with many of my clients. I want you to write out all this garbage that's in your head. Get it out. Let me see you get it out, because otherwise it's just kind of festering in your mind and in your body. Get it out, rev it all up, and then let it just kind of now you've got nothing like you're you're prepared. You prepared the session where you're letting everything rise up. You're letting everything out on a piece of paper and then there is a point where you're gonna surrender that. Do I really want this for me? Is this really what defines me? Is this really who I am? I got these lemons, all right. I'm gonna keep going because life begets life. You're gonna keep going. How am I gonna do this different? What can, What is my next best step? So you ask and you listen. And you may not get exactly what it is, but now I want you to tune into what does it feel like when you're in that space where everything is a little quiet and where you feel a little freer. And then if I can really bring my memory, my remembrance to what it feels like to be more expansive, to be more empowered, to be more genuine and soft and loving now you ask for what you want what is my next step okay i will keep looking for my next step i will find this next step or the next step will find me you ask for what you want i want a next step okay or can you please bring someone in? someone in to mentor me or um i'm looking for these jobs you know whatever that next step is i'm looking for a job what should i look for a job for so it's engaging yourself in conversation because You've got a little you and a higher you. The little you only sees maybe the negative. Maybe you see an option or two. Maybe you see no options at all. But there's always a plan. There's always options. There's always potentials. And if we only could enlist creativity, like open up the floodgates and open yourself up to what's possible for you, things will start showing up in your world. The moment you open yourself up to that possibility. Right,
0: right. serendipity and synchronicity can happen yes. if we surrender to it. And the idea is just to, um, that you know, the old Zen uh, theme of, called Wu Wei, W-U-W-E-I, means just take care of what's in front of your face and let yep. the universe take care of everything else.
1: Well, and at the end of the day, how much do we control? I mean, how much do we control? you eat food, it goes into your body. Do you control how your body's going to navigate that? You're trusting your body to take care of it
0: right right? yeah, so we can't we can't really control anything so much as you know that's why serendipity and synchronicity are important to to uh, appreciate because. That's where the only control we have is is to surrender to that. Is to because if everything is in divine order, then we have to let the divine order show us the way. So, and follow it.
1: I, I I agree with everything you said. I want to add something to it. Surrender, divine order. When you start really connecting to what your spirit, what you came here to do, what your next step is to do, what your heart is telling you is possible, it doesn't mean you step back and you do nothing. You are still taking action. Like You want to be in that action mode, but surrendering this or better, this or better, this or better, like almost just open to what comes, but you're seeking, what's seeking you, you're seeking it. Like you're moving into it.
0: It, Like in in human design, the human design system, uh, for many of us, we're designed to think that stirring our pot is the way to make life work. And we have this motor in us that wants to keep stirring the pot. And every day we say, how can I stir the pot better to make life work better? But the theme of that is frustration because we're trying to be manifestors, but we're only stirring a pot and the pot doesn't work so well. But what I say is that we're indirect manifestors. We're in stirring the pot, we're giving the universe our intention. And then the universe actually provides a good result for us that might not look at all like we're intending. It might come out of left field in ways that we don't expect. And all of a sudden it's even better than what we're asking for.
1: You're talking about trust. Yes. Trusting that when our intention, when our, when we own what we are hoping, when we own the direction of where we're going, like if we're going in a negative direction, more of negative adds up. When you go towards a positive direction, meaning at least your mind's like you have to see the potential for good in your life and you start manifesting that potential for good. Did you directly do it? Did you indirectly do it? The universe works. It, it kind of amplifies whatever energy you put in. It's going to amplify it.
0: But but for people who have been slammed to the mat too many yeah. times or too ferociously. Yep. It's hard to get up and have those. Have that.
1: So if you've been slammed and you feel like you've been beat down and you're working so hard. Okay. I would advise you to stop, to stop, stop trying to do something that's not working for you.
0: Oh, let's just say that it, you already know it doesn't work because you've been slammed and you're just trying to find your way in a new world that might be better for you.
1: So what you do in that situation, which you're kind of, this is new territory. I don't know what to do. What should I do? What can I do? You start engaging and talking and looking and observing, taking like you don't have the answer right then and there. So you have to be in a search and discovery mode to see what else is possible for you. What else is possible for me? What else is wanting me to fill that space?
0: But then to like, also trust the periphery. In other words, life comes out of left field. And yep. and don't keep looking in your pot for the result that you think you're starring for. And let life surprise you with uh, what you... Can't even expect?
1: Well, no, you can't. You can't know what you don't know. The universe is way too big for you to know. <laughs> the only thing that we that you can absolutely control is how you intend to move through it. Even if it's hard times, how you intend to move through this. And then even then accepting when you lose it. You know what I mean? There may be times
0: you lose it. Right. But I love that. Because I, I, I think that that reflects what I was believing back then is that who's who is this person who is expecting life to change? And it's somebody who feels worthy. Mm-hmm. And I felt worthy. I just didn't know how to describe it because I'd been such a failure before that and um and through, the,
1: through the eyes that were looking at you being a failure okay so it's a big word to be a failure
0: yeah.
1: that i failed right but there is some compassionate loving side of you that's not beating you down like like yeah. hey stop beating me down that's i the what? did the best i could do that's like we bad. don't know what like We all go through things that are just completely out of left field. Why did this happen? So the moments that like in the midst of it, you're going to be angry, upset. You're going to feel like you got slighted. You this, this and this. But when that kind of calms down a little bit. Wow, did I learn a lot? Wow, did I change a lot? Like if I was going in this direction, I just got hit. I'm going this direction now. Like it completely can redirect. And from our standpoint, we may not see why. We may think it's a bad thing, but what if it's exactly what needs to happen?
0: Yeah, and it was only a direction of trust. It wasn't a direction of knowing a direction. I couldn't control anything. No,
1: no. You don't control moving parts around you. You only, I've had different situations where, you know, it didn't seem like this worked out in my favor. Oh, this was, why did this door get slammed? And that I'm like, I mean, like, well, maybe it's, maybe that's not my door. Maybe that's not <laughs> what I'm supposed to go. So why am I getting so upset? Because what I think in my head isn't, isn't manifesting. Maybe that's not for you. So instead of pushing for that to be for you, like um, one of my clients, my gosh, she was in the school district she worked and she was very creative, very empathic, all this great stuff, but it was draining her. It was ripping her apart for what, for many different reasons. Her life was falling apart. So she kept trying to keep it together. I'm just going to try and keep this all together. What do I have to do next? Like it was, I don't say insane, but it was a lot for her. And at the end of the day, I'm like, Why are you trying to keep something together that is doing nothing but make you miserable every second of the way? Like, so I look at it and I don't know if this is 100%, but this is how I've always done it. I go the way that opens up for me. I don't go up that hill. I go with the water, with the way. And if it doesn't go that way, I'm not supposed to go that way. way. Right. And I can't, you know, as much as I am, I would say a controlled person in some ways as well. I, I get it. I want to go where I want to go. I'm still keeping that. I want to go, but I don't control the currents. Like if the currents really got me geared in that direction and I'm trying to go this other one, um, well, I should have thought of that before maybe. But you know what? Because I trust the universe and I trust where I'm going and I trust that feeling. Hmm, there's something here I, I need to discover. I need to look at. There's something here I'm learning and I didn't screw up in the past. I mean, I've certainly done my share of things. I didn't screw up. I did what I knew how to do till I learned or I saw that's not the smartest thing, Michelle, you should not be doing it that way. You could do it this other way. And I'm like, Oh damn. Like, so a lot of times I see people and they're like, they feel bad. They feel bad about their actions. They feel bad about what they did do, what they didn't do, how they should have done it better and could have done it better. And then I go, wait a minute. Do you really think that on purpose you would try to make yourself miserable? Do you really think that you would have done something to sabotage yourself along the way on purpose? Like all along the way, we only do what we know how to do. We don't actually know something different. And so what we're doing isn't working anymore.
0: So what I'm getting out of this is to is to appreciate your own goodwill to always believe in yourself that you want the best and, and then just surrender to let the universe show up for you in ways that we don't expect. We're really at the end of the show now. And so Michelle Howe and you're at empathevolution.com Mm -hmm. and it's so wonderful to talk with you, and and, it'd be nice if we could just keep the show going for another hour or two. (laughs) So thank you so much for being at Energy Stew. My pleasure. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at prn.live. I can be reached at peter at heartriver, h-e-a-r-t, river.org. I'd love to hear from you, and thanks so much for listening.